I just want to make love to you. Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Joey B. I am the founder of Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com is where it's at. Podcasts, streamers, gamers, music. We got content. It's real. It's truthful. It's dope. Check it out, man. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Well, check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. What's up, y'all? It's Joey B. You know me. My name is echoing through the airwaves, through the audio halls. I host the Blind Knowledge Podcast, and here we are right now. I also own and run BlindKnowledge.com. We got 22 active podcasts. We got five freelance, really talented content creators, including my buddy Omari out there in the Bronx, filming his first, very first full-length movie series, but stick around. We also got Solo Requiem is going to be brand new. TFTAK is coming back. Adam's going to be back. It's going to be great. So basically, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have on a fine fellow. I'm going to ask him some questions. He's going to have some answers. There may be a, a rebuttal or two. And we're going to see how it goes. But I think it's going to be really good. So here we go. And Barry, welcome to the show, man. Do you want to introduce yourself for everybody? Sure. Yeah, I'm Barry Kazire. Um, got a bunch of different businesses that I run. Uh, my wife's a full-time author, and uh, I'm uh, living the life here in Clearwater, Florida. Living the life in Clearwater, Florida. Collared shirt style. That's the way to be, man. If someone was to ask you, you know, what do you do? Well, how right. would you answer? Sure. Uh, yeah, I've got a. Like I said, I got a few different businesses. I've got a marketing business. I've had uh, my own marketing business for about 17, 18 years, got a, uh, a virtual, two different virtual assistant businesses providing remote personnel from the Philippines. And then uh, also my wife is an author, a full-time author. So I've got a little publishing business. She's, she's doing great with her books. Little, 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 little publishing, little on the side kind of thing. Yeah. And then I end up doing, I, yeah, in my marketing business, we end up help in my virtual assistant business, we end up helping authors because, you know, we gather a lot of knowledge from the from the different companies and businesses that we run. Oh, sure, I'm sure. Just pipe that right into other people's businesses so they can do well as well. Right on, right on. So you're down for the cause. If you, if other people do well and you're able to help them do well, you, you do right. well. Yeah. I mean, I got quite a background in non nonprofit stuff. I've done the nonprofit stuff for many years. Now I actually have a little team of virtual assistants who are helping me with my nonprofits that I work with. And so they, they're human assistants. They're not AI. No, they're human people. Virtual human people. Okay. Remote, yeah, my my virtual assistants are remote personnel. Yeah, you know, so they're people that are working remotely, and so I've got guys that are helping me with my nonprofit stuff because I've got I don't know at this point I guess I have like thirty five years in the nonprofit arena as well. Wow, and and are you originally from the Clearwater area, or did you just kind of venture down here? Venture down here. I, I grew up in I grew up in East Peoria, Illinois, and then I moved down to uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Lived there for about twenty years. 
And then I've been down here in uh, Clearwater for about seven now. Do you find that this area is it, it, it breeds building businesses, or do you find that it can be maybe an obstacle because of how chill and lax it can be? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't think that the area that you live in. Well, I mean, I guess that's, that's not quite the case. I mean, I guess you can have oppressive governments and oppressive regulations, but beyond mm-hmm. that, I don't think that uh, the area you live in should be much of a factor. And, you know, I mean, it's really up to you, right? Yeah, I'm learning that. Like, I'm from the Boston area originally, 15 minutes south of Boston, born and bred, hustle and bustle, go, 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 work hard, play hard. When I come down here, though, I just want to relax down at the same feet. I just want to put my feet up. But I'm learning that, you know what, I have to have that same mentality no matter where I am and just stay hungry and just um, enjoy, enjoy the journey. Yeah, it's good to have a schedule, you know. It's like uh, yes. – <laughs> Definitely. Was, Calendars are good for sure. Yeah, I have any schedule. I mean, I have a schedule. I mean, I get up. I, my, I have a good routine. I get up. I, I go out and exercise for a good hour, or, you know, sometimes an hour and a half in the morning. I do not touch my phone or electronics for the first thing in the morning, right? I stay away from that. And, uh, and so I go outside, get some space, get my head together, you know, and then I come back and I get busy. Find, find zen. Yeah, and I work till a certain time and I try to end off, you know, because then I go spend time with family. And I, I got my time for, you know, personal development on the weekends and a good schedule. That's beautiful. And you get to make that schedule yourself. Yeah, that's right. And I love that. And I'm learning that it's so important to have a work-life balance. It's important to have those moments where you need coaching. Like I, I've taken on some coaching myself just to, just to get more influences from others. And, and that's something I'm learning in the entrepreneurial pool and field. Um, even people that aren't into digital media so much, everyone kind of wants to help everyone and everyone kind of learns and grows from everyone a bit. Yeah, that's true. But Barry, the big thing we want to discuss today is virtual assistance, right? Yeah. So what's the big deal? What's 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 the word here? Well, I mean, I guess I'll just tell you my story. It's like I had um, I, I worked in. I told you I was working in nonprofits uh, for about. Tw- well, I was in the nonprofit arena for about fifteen years, and uh, then I decided I needed to make some money, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, a decent amount of money. Because yeah, nonprofit is what it is. You know, you're not necessarily you're not doing it. I mean, I still do it today, but you don't do it. You don't do it for the money. Uh, so I started a business, uh, with my wife. And so I, so I had two full-time jobs, about 80 hours a week. And you're yeah. starting, you're starting from the ground up with your business, right? Yeah. I started from nowhere, you know, from nowhere, but within, you know, by the time we, we actually sold that business in St. Louis, we did that in te- for 10 years. And then we, uh, we, we were up to like half a million a year or whatever. It was something, you know, it was, it was, it, it kept me going, you know, paid my yeah. staff. I had paid the staff out of that, right? Yeah, you got to keep going to pay those folks yeah, for sure. Pay, yeah, keep that staff, ball rolling, dude. <laughs> all the stuff, right? Sure. But, and, but it was really rough. It was like, it was way too much. You know, I, I 80 hours a week and all those, and all that, um, you know, and it really wasn't enough to show for it, uh, really. You know, as a result, he walked away with whatever paycheck I walked away with, which was okay, but it wasn't, you know, it was a lot of stress um, and not enough reward. So we moved down here to Clearwater, and I kind of I made a big shift. I I, I sold that business. Uh, I kept doing the nonprofit work, but I basically like I came down here to Clearwater. I actually outsourced my nonprofit work. I started outsourcing my nonprofit work. I started. I never no longer had physical employees in my office. I had remote employees, freelancers. Okay. And and people from the Philippines, what have you. 
So I so I grew my marketing company, and then about a year or so into it, I'm like, oh, this is great. I've learned so much over the last you know, 20 some years. Um, I'm just going to open a virtual assistant business as well, which is remote personnel. And uh, I started- You get things done, Barry. Damn. All right. So where do we go from here? <laughs> so basically what I did is I, I had this, uh, yeah, I, so I started this company with remote personnel. I started putting them in charge of more and more things and giving them more responsibilities. And we use virtual personnel at both my companies uh, to grow those two companies. We use yeah, my people are all from the Philippines. Uh, they speak great English. Yo, so when you say grow your companies, you're, you're talking like marketing, uh, bookkeeping, like all of the all of the divisions that would come with a company. Everything, you know, everything. Wow. I mean, first off, and and I outsource things that I shouldn't be spending time doing, right? Like for instance, I used to do a lot of my own lead generation personally. Personally, I would do the lead generation to put people in front of me so I could talk to them about their business and how to help them. Okay. And wow. The very first thing I outsourced was that because I was, I was really good at it. So I, I wrote up those processes and the various things I did. And I had, an, I assigned people to do that for me. So instead of me spending time looking for people, I was spent time talking to people. And so I got rid of that whole piece of work Right, that huge amount of work that I have to spend every that I spent every day doing that, and and got it to another person doing it, so I could spend on those key things that I needed to do. Like there's this principle from uh, uh, this this horticulturist and economics guy. His name is uh, uh, Perotti, I believe it is. Perotti, okay. Perotti principle, or I think it's what I might be pronouncing it wrong, but it's the eighty twenty principle, and it talks about like how eighty uh, percent of the results come from 20% of your efforts, right? Wow, so okay. what are the key things that you could do? What are those key 20% that you should be spending time on that would expand things tremendously? So why said, why did you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just yeah. got to know, like, why if you're really good at the lead generation, why was that the first thing you outsourced? Because um, because basically I, I, I needed to be spending more time talking to people. Because if I'm doing okay. lead generation, then I'm talking to maybe, you know, three people a day, right? Yeah, you need the you need the the conversation, the back yeah. and forth. Yeah, yeah I, I understand three, that. Yeah, I'm talking to three people a day. Where now, if I've got somebody else doing the lead generation, I can talk to seven. You know, so all of a sudden, I've I've you know yeah, you maximized. Doubled, yeah, wow. more than doubled the number of people I'm talking to. So that's that eighty twenty principle. So I took this key function. And I put it over here and taught somebody else how to do it so I could do the even more senior function of talking to people and turn those people into customers. It's funny that you say that. I have, I, I've met with so, so many great people um, over the last two years, and I've had a few fellows that are, have much more experience in, in having their own business than me that have told me that, like, yeah, you need to find a way to outsource some things um eventually hire some employees to take care of like ad sales and, and social media so you can do this this back and forth because yeah. that's what i love doing i mean that's that's the whole deal isn't it right, there's two ways i apply the 80 20 principle remember it's like 80 percent of the results come from 20 percent of the efforts right mm. so the small amount of these small amount of efforts are the key things that you do the result in the big results right so uh so what are those, you know, it also means like there's 80% of the things you're doing that you could probably just get rid of and you'd be okay, right? 
Sure. So, so like, uh, so what? I, two ways that I apply that is these key things. What can I do to get somebody to back me up so I can do more of those key things? So I got this. Uh, I'm really good with. I like meeting people, helping them, and helping and giving them solutions. Amen, brother. Yeah, and so like, and they can get that help and those solutions from me, and I can give them a virtual assistant. So I need to talk to more people. So I don't need to talk to three people. I need to put somebody on lead generation working within my business very inexpensively because that's what we do. We provide real inexpensive help. Hmm. Uh, and and those people that are, I mean, they're making great wage for their country, but they're, you know, really oh, inexpensive for us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but for their country, we're helping them support a family. Yeah. And so, but it's, but for us, it's like 10, you know, you, I can get you people a virtual assistant for 10 bucks an hour. So yeah, no one's making the rent on that, man. No, not, not around here. Us, but over there, they're, they're actually paying for it for several people. That's right? amazing. So you've gone, yeah, you've gone multi, multinational almost. Yeah. You've gone to different countries and worked through their economic scale. Yeah. We should use their economic scale. So we leverage, we basically are helping them to make money that can help support a whole family. But for That's us, awesome. it fits in well with our economic system. We're able to help them. And so, but I've taken this $10 an hour person. Now I put them on to helping me with lead generation tasks so I can more than double the people that I'm meeting. And then, wow. yeah, and then there's, and then that 80%, that stuff I had to throw away that I shouldn't be spending my time on, some of that stuff has to get done. Some of it so, probably does, yeah. Right. <laughs> like a bookkeeping, <laughs> for example. I, I don't I don't ask me to do bookkeeping, but because I don't like oh, it. And, yeah, uh, I hear you, man. QuickBooks and yeah, no but, thanks. But there are people that love it. They love crunching numbers. Oh, I know, so, right? Those weirdos. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> so I basically <laughs> all like, the power to them. Yeah, exactly. So I like guys from the Philippines that we plug in on those tasks. And you're overseeing things though still, right? You're you're seeing like the progress that's being made maybe in marketing or in bookkeeping or you know making sure the bills are paid. Like you you got a feel and a, a hand on there, right? Yeah, and I've got yeah, I, I make the they all help me update and maintain reports in different areas Perfect. so I can see what's happening and they keep the reports concise so that I can you know, and I can keep my thumb on the pulse of all the different parts of the organization. Yeah. And my, I mean, I, at this point I have like, from, from the point where I moved down to Clearwater to where I am now, which is about seven years, I've now got uh, about 90 staff, 90 staff. And they're all out. They're all in the Philippines. Well, a bunch of them are in the Philippines and some of them are in um, India and, and the, the wow. rest are right here. Let me know if this is going too deep too into the secret sauce, but is it like a is it like a W two? Is it a ten ninety nine? Like how the hell no, is that? Yeah, no, they're freelancers. They're overseas freelancers. So so they're basically like what what people do is they pay me for the service mm -hmm. because one of the things you have to do is you have to like make sure you find high quality people, right? So uh, so there's in anything, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's really important. So we have all these tests that we do. We have like, you know, we put people through, uh, you know, a couple hours worth of testing. Uh, we do basically wow. extensive interviews to make sure we find the best of the best, right, within this over in, you know, overseas. And then that's got to be tricky. It's a, it well, it just takes work, you know. So I've got mm -hmm. I've got several people. That's their that's their full time job is to interview and look at applicants. Oh, okay. The hiring. Yeah. Hiring manager. Sure. Yeah. And so, and then, but they're hiring people for my customers, you know, yeah, yeah. we're then plugging my people into their business. Yeah. Wow, so, that is yeah, genius. Yeah. 
I've yeah. never thought of it scaling a business that way. Like you have, it's so simple if you think about it though. It's just like, we'll just put a person that's not me that's qualified into the role that needs to be filled. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're doing, uh, I mean, like it'd be perfect for you because you could, you know, we have a whole, and what part of what I do too is I have, I figure out how to do things and then I train them on how to do it. Like for instance, <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a, and I, and I have fun figuring out how to do things. Uh, and I have other people that also work within my team who figure out how to do things. Like sure. I, I have one girl, she's great with, um, chat gpt and she understands prompts like crazy so she oh it's great trained chat to, gpt just wrote my contracts for me yeah so basically so <laughs> she understands prompts and all that right so she's basically her job is to train uh, other staff on on that right yeah, yeah. and uh, we have one person all she does is write up successful processes like i have a really simple successful process where i could get you like you know uh, anywhere from five to 12 appointments a week with wow. people that you want to talk to that are in your target audience. So this is what we do for our clients. You know, we come up, we've, we develop processes, we train our guys on it, or we make that training available so that your VA can then learn these different things. And there's so much training out there. It's like, like I basically, I was having trouble with the task. It was taking me, uh, it took me a few, several weeks. Uh, I was having trouble figuring it out, but, you know, another person can figure it out. I was like, I didn't have time to really figure it out. So oh, I it's the worst when you hit the wall, right? It's just yeah, like, uh, it on to the next thing. I'll come back to it. It was time, you know, and then, and, yeah. uh, and, and their help files were awful, right? For this program oh. we were trying to figure out. Okay. And so what I did is I went and I found a really good course that looked like it taught, you know, taught the subject really well. I said, oh, perfect. Spent 20 bucks. Gave it to my VA, said, great, study this. I knew she was super bright. She had it handled before I got up in the morning. Oh, that's great. And, and so, yeah. That exists, Barry? Barry, you tell me, is that's is that simple, that that exists? That's, I haven't found simplicity in two years. I, I'm starting to see it on the horizon, though. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. It's I mean, it's really, it's like, I mean, it starts with who, right? The right person, which which we care for. Mm -hmm. And then we, we have all sorts of great advice on how to, you know, plug in training or find, we can find simple training on just about anything. So do you, do you teach people how to do it? Do you, do you sell a course? So what we do is we basically, we find you a person who, who kind of is the, who's the kind of person you need for whatever task that you have in mind. And uh, then what we do is we, we help onboard that person, get them doing your tasks. And then we kind of coach you along the way. We coach them along the way to make sure that you're a great team. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that they're just jamming, getting your stuff done, and they're like, "Okay, got that under control. I, I got room for more stuff." And then we help. We have this little booklet, two hundred forty nine things that a virtual that a virtual assistant can do for you. And um, you know, you can go through there and figure out what else you want that person to do, and we can help them to learn that, uh, whether you know, some way, you know, with through training that we might have available, and then. Um, yeah, and away we go. And you start, you know, building up your team. And we have people that have now, you know, four or or five or even six virtual assistants that are working for them in different aspects from our team, just getting stuff done. 
you know, growing their business. Yeah, that is something I definitely want to talk to you offline about for yeah. sure. I'd love to learn more about the interest, the interosync, uh, the, the the little things. I yeah. guess I should say because, yeah. yeah, I uh, right now with blind knowledge, we are turning a curve finally where we're gonna have ad campaigns. Now I can actually have ad campaigns because we have everyone together. But I know how to do it. I have the templates to do it. I have the walkthroughs to do it. Um, and just I'm um, going to knock on wood and not drink that day. And hopefully it'll all go well. Um, yeah. But if not, I'm going to need like someone to do ad sales. So maybe a virtual assistant doing that. I mean, that might be where I have to start, too. Would you recommend that for someone like me in my in my stage of, of development? Absolutely. I mean, you should just see people, you know, like if you I mean, I don't know, like if I don't know what your revenue how you charge for your service or anything but like hopefully it's like monthly where you're making money monthly off of whatever it is you're selling uh and you're getting the same income from that that client every month but um uh given that then you really need to see more people uh so uh a skilled appointment setter who can reach out to the right target audience and it's the right people too barry yeah because yeah. there's only so many hours in the day, and I'll talk all day and then listen all day and then do the meetings and then shake the hands, but it's got to be the right people. You know? Yeah, I network with people all day long, right? Same so here, like, yeah. That's why right. half, half my day is meeting brand new people. And so I'm meeting like seven people a day or whatever. And then I tell them about what I do. I find out about what they do. And then and then there's a certain percentage of those people. And you got to make friends. I mean, I like the kind of sales, if you want to call it that way. Where you make a friend first, and then you kind of like, then you go from there, right? You get yeah, the- you make it mutually beneficial. Yeah. There's some sort of yeah. There's some sort of relationship. Yeah, there. there's a relationship built for sure. And, that's and, that's when it's smooth for sure. Yeah, and then you tell them all about what they do and what you do, and at some point they say, you know, I'd like to find out more about that, right? You know, and you go great, and then from there it turns into a sale as well. And for me, Barry, I'm finding that I only want to work with people, and I, and I can recognize it really quickly nowadays with good character. That's really important to me. Yeah, it's that's yeah, I agree. That was the that was actually one of the nonprofits I used to work with was in character education. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes you run into staff that need help, and so I I actually use my nonprofit stuff to help staff that need to kind of that's so cool get back on the right road personally because people are basically good you know yeah no i agree 90 percent, 95 percent. but there are some scumbags and there are some people some yeah. snakes that'll just yeah. take they'll take your ideas or they'll just take up your time or yeah, or they'll put right. you down or they're very negative and i i, I don't work well with that it's just if, yeah. if the vibe doesn't connect and there's nothing mutually beneficial then we're wasting our time kind of yeah, thing that's, yeah that's true it's uh no i think it's super important i mean you know people can change too that's the more, more important thing too we yeah, do test it's, you know, it's funny we do a lot of testing with people that helps us to find out their problem solving abilities their ability to follow instructions we do some testing that helps uh, look at their character a bit, and uh, like personality can... testing and like yeah. um, litmus yeah. testing. Almost. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Wow. We do all that, and then you know, if we find that person doesn't isn't a fit because one of those problems, we actually like, uh, we send them to some resources like the character education program that I have. That's very cool. Which so they can like growth. So, yeah, growth. Because yeah. people, you're right. People yeah. do change over time. Like we've all been through ups and downs, and maybe yeah. have done things we don't, you know, or maybe we regret or wish we didn't do or wish we didn't say at the the time. And 
It's it's all a learning experience, and I'm learning for 29 minutes into this interview. I'm learning like a lot. This 80 20 thing is blowing my mind, especially. Yeah, the 80 20 principle is amazing. There's a great book on it by um, by uh, Richard Koch, K O C H. Okay. Called the 80 20 principle. I'll write it down in my handy dandy. Yeah, it's great. It's a great book. It really gets into this like this whole concept of yeah. It's like it's pretty wild because. You know, 80% of the problems in the world are also caused by 20% of the people. That sounds about right. Yeah. And then, and then, and then on the other side of it, the world is really made a much better place by about 20% of the people too. 80% of the good things yeah. happening in our culture are happening, are coming from about 20%. So you got like this, you got the 20% on both sides of things, right? And it's uh, It's the people that make a difference like i'm learning that the people that 20 percent of the people that want to collaborate that want to create that want to get their voice and their in their good stuff out there for the people you know and um and want to put the effort in but i want to spin it back real quick barry to books um you have a book correct Uh, let's talk about that real quick we got this little ebook so far and i got another one that i'm writing uh the ebook is the 249 things that a virtual assistant can do for you. Yeah, and then I'm writing another one called World's Greatest Assistant. But this book you can get right now. This is a little ebook that I put together. It's 249 things that a virtual assistant can do for me, for you. And it lists out uh, everything. I mean, just basically look through it and you kind of get all the ideas of what, you know, how you could utilize somebody to get them to help you. And yeah. that's at that link that uh, free time dot solutions backslash downloads. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And you, you wrote it you from, this is from your experiences. I put, I put that together. Yeah. I put that together as a, as a, a pretty extensive list. But, you know, also we should show some love, a little bit of love because you do have this um, production company and with the books uh, i believe you have a counterpart who has a book as well yeah, maybe we yeah, should my, plug her book my, a bit yeah my wife uh, <laughs> you know she was because because i was able to outsource so many things she was she she was a sales coach at inc 500 company oh wow and, and so she was um she was doing that she established their sales coaching division she was doing great but uh because i was doing so well with what i was doing because i was growing the business we were able to actually um a little over a year ago, take her out of her job so she could uh, write full time. And so she uh, she came home and she started writing. Now she's a graphic designer, web designer, uh, copywriter. She does it all. Wow. Uh, she runs her ad campaigns, everything. And she writes uh, she writes Regency historical romance. And Which so, is totally different from anything we're talking about right now, right, yeah. but it's pretty cool. And you do have the production company, which is actually another accolade. I was just going to say, do you you must have you must have virtual assistants that just do it, right? Now she has, she has virtual assistants now. Oh so she, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know, one of the things that we use at the company is a thing called an SOP. SOP stands for Standard Operating Procedure. Mm-hmm. So uh, we write up SOPs for different processes within the business. So my wife has, um, has started uh, developing these SOPs. We started developing SOPs for all the different pieces associated with, with publishing a book. So the workflow, the entire from A to Z. All the pieces of the workflow. And these SOPs mm-hmm. are how we train our people on how to do different things. So we put them through training. 
We then apprentice them with some so very it sounds very meticulous, very on paper, step by step, the way it really should be done. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah, it takes that it takes that. It's like we go through a whole process of training people for their job. We invest we invest in the people that work for us. You know, and that's the other thing I could recommend is like, I mean, it's who, right? It's taking the time to to train them. It's taking time to write up those processes, right? Mm. These are like three key things that, uh, I mean, you just have to do if you want to grow a business. Yeah, and someone's got to do the work. And it's almost impossible for one person to do all of this, especially in any kind of time where you can pull revenue that's profitable. Yeah. Um, so really, it does make a ton of sense. Oh, I can book. A, I'm booking a free strategy session right now. Look at this. <laughs> No, this is very cool, um, and I hope we really helped out a lot of the the audience out there too. Because I bet you most people have not heard of virtual assistants, or if they did, maybe thought it was like an AI or like a bot. Barry, this has been amazing. I um I had no idea that this interview was just going to be like so informative. I really I really appreciate you coming on, man. This is great. Can you name all of your businesses for us, just so we know like how like how awesome virtual assistants has actually been for you? Sure, Stampede Branding. It's my uh, uh, my marketing company. Uh, we do uh, uh, we've got two virtual assistant companies, um, Team Builders and Free Time Solutions, Rogue Press, which is our publishing company, and then we have a we have a, we also have a small vitamin company on the side. Uh, but that's with my mother in law. We help her. It's called Sunshine Vitamins. Oh, well, that's she, cool. She's got a virtual assistant too. <laughs> that's amazing so once you once you figure out how to get to a to z and let me ask you this actually are, are you always the one to figure that out like how to get to a to z and then and then it goes it gets passed down to a virtual assistant or is it kind uh, of like a, a no no you gotta you gotta write you gotta teach other people how to do that too so yeah. they can because otherwise you know that the, the way then they, you're back in it right you're not the 20 yeah, percent the only way to expand is to come up with you know sometimes there's book, great books that i've read that i have people read uh, sometimes there's processes we write up, there's apprenticeships, there's there's leading by example, showing people how to do things. But yeah. you have to like teach other people how to do those functions too. Like we just started really just training and bringing on salespeople. So now we've got a number of salespeople within the organization besides I'm not the only person meeting and selling people. Right, right. Uh, so you're expanding in that aspect as well. So yeah, because you have to, you basically have to like train people on these different things so that they can take over the, the work. Barry, this was so enjoyable, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Then we'll talk to you soon. Great question, Barry. Thanks, man. Yo. Yo, that was cool, man. Barry Kozire, who knew? Branding, virtual assistants. I was taking notes. I hope you guys were taking notes too. This was like a whole, this is a 101, a 201, and a 400 level class, dude. But yo, definitely check him out. He's on LinkedIn, Barry Kozire. Uh, definitely check in freetime.solutions slash downloads or just go to freetime.solutions. Uh, free just Google freetime.solutions. You'll find it. Uh, and if you can't find it, just ring me and I'll get you there. And that kind of wraps up our interview for the day. Uh, my name is Joey B and I will catch you later. Have a good one. Peace. Welcome to C. McBee, home of Chunk McBeef Chest. 
This is a podcast where I take stupid questions way too seriously. Like, what if Bruce Banner put on adamantium pants and then transformed into the Hulk? What would happen? I answer that question definitively. If vampires are undead, that means they don't have a heartbeat. Can a vampire get a boner? I answer that question definitively. I also examine some of the most amusing musings on the internet and editorialize and take them way too seriously. Join us for C. McBee, the podcast from Chunk Me Beef Chest. Well, check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio, a studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143, or at blindknowledge.com. Yep!